We've got to shake people at this point and say, come on now. We tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Free testing everywhere you turn. Incentives. Friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. We can keep doing those things. I'm not saying shut it down. I'm saying voluntary alone doesn't work. It's time for mandates because it's the only way to protect our people. Just last question, because I know they're doing it in Europe, but you're not CDC director of Europe, which I'm sure you're plenty happy about. But they, they're issuing health, health passes there, right, where, you know, you can go to a disco or a discotheque, as they like to call it there, if you have a, a health pass. Is that something that the CDC would ever lean into or perhaps advise here? You know, I think some communities are doing that, and, and that may very well be, be a path forward. I'm predicting closures in the future because we are not going to be able to rein this variant back in uh, before we get enough spread. It's going to start causing closures again. And so I don't want my kids to have to go through another year of virtual school. I don't want our hospitals to be overwhelmed and for them to be shut down for elective surgeries like we saw last year. Our freedoms are being impinged upon because we have far too many people unvaccinated. This is a, a tyranny of the unvaccinated right now. There's no question about it. A tyranny of the unvaccinated. <laughs> a tyranny of the unvaccinated. Those who have not accepted the shot is now being considered tyrants, terrorists, dangerous. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a short program, and this time it definitely is, because we're only going to address one topic tonight. And the topic that we're going to address this evening is regarding a slide within a Food and Drug Administration presentation that has not been revealed to the public. In this slide, information is contained that reveals the true adverse events and adverse effects that very likely are to be caused by these experimental gene therapy jabs. Now, the nomenclature is somewhat um, complicated, but we're going to get through it just fine. Short, succinct, and straight to the point. But I wanted you to hear in the beginning the fact that the spirit of tyranny and authoritarianism that we were conditioned for from the Rockefeller publication Lockstep in 2010 is now coming to fruition. It's disgusting, but it's coming to fruition. But aside from that, even more serious is the fact that we have a systematic depopulatory engine 
revving up right now. And now we have the proof that there is nothing good. There's nothing good. Not even one thing good about anything concerning this pharmaceutical intervention that is being disseminated and propagated right now. The pharmaceutical salvation that is being spread throughout the nations is exacerbating the situation. Now, before I get into my article, let me just read off some of the headlines of some other articles that I'm not going to get into tonight because I want to keep tonight short. I want to make this more, no more than 20, 25 minutes. One article. The title is Trusted News Initiative to Combat Spread of Harmful Vaccine Disinformation and announces major research project. At a recent summit chaired by the BBC's new Director General, Tim Davey, the Trusted News Initiative, TNI, agreed to focus on combating the spread of harmful vaccine disinformation. This was published on the 10th of December, 2020. So this goes to corroborate what I said in one of my previous shows that you will not get the truth. You will not stumble into the truth because every single thing that is being propagated by the Ministry of Truth, the Orwellian Ministry of Truth and Propaganda Machine, the rebranded, repackaged, modernized Mockingbird program that we are now undergoing is only going to release to you what has been scripted, what has been decided upon, what has been agreed upon. That's the fact. Irrefutable. Here's the proof. The Trusted News Initiative. They have made it their business to shut down anything that does not synchronize with their message that they put out. Whether it be on social media platforms or any other platform, they want you shut down and removed if you don't regurgitate what they've planted inside of you. Another headline, bombshell headline. The Rock of Gibraltar or Gibraltar Island in Iceland are seeing a massive COVID spike despite over 90% of the population being vaccinated. Countries across the globe are seeing similar phenomenon where the vaccinated are being reinfected with COVID. Stats are now verified and are proving that the vaccine is actually spreading the disease. Stats coming in out of several countries show vaccinated people are spreading COVID-19 as evidence mounts that the vaccine is actually causing viral variants and infections as experts predicted. In Gibraltar, 
a peninsula in Spain, almost 99% of the population is fully vaccinated. And that's according to information provided by Google. Google is one of the members of the TNI, the Trusted News Initiative, that I just told you about. A tweet from Michael P. Sanger says, By June 1, over 99% of Gibraltar's population was fully vaccinated. Since that time, new COVID cases per day have increased more than 2,500%. I'm not even going to repeat that. You can go ahead and rewind it back to hear it again. Despite the high vaccination rate, COVID cases appear to be on the rise, increasing by 2,500% per day. The data is consistent with stats seen in Israel, which show the Delta variant running rampant, despite a majority of the population being fully vaccinated. According to Haaretz newspaper, COVID in Israel, new cases top 2,000 for a third day in a row as Delta spreads. The Green Pass will be required in gatherings of over 100 people. Delta spreads steadily. Experts urge a third shot for the elderly. <laughs> Experts are urging a third shot. The first two shots didn't work. What the? Why the heck would the third shot work? when the first two didn't work. Oh, but it's effective at spreading the virus. And why shouldn't it be? Why shouldn't it be? As Moderna has put in black and white on their website, you're being injected with an operating system. You're being injected with a software program that reprograms, and as Bill Gates said, even teaches your cells to manufacture in mass the cytotoxic spike protein. Therefore, there is no way under God's sun, there is no way under God's heavens that you can escape experiencing COVID-19 when you've injected it into your body directly through a syringe. Medicalized suicide. Medicalized suicide in a syringe. On Tuesday, it was reported by Israeli media that people who were already infected with COVID were seven times less likely to be reinfected than those who were vaccinated, speaking to the power of natural immunity. Likewise, in Iceland, an island where nearly the entire adult population is vaccinated, COVID cases are similarly on the rise. COVID cases are similarly on the rise. COVID cases are similarly on the rise. The country is a vaccinator's paradise, reported, reported journalist Alex Berenson. 90% of the population. Ninety percent of people ages 40 through 70 and 98% of those over 70 
are fully vaccinated. Now, according to another newspaper, Medical Press, it says Iceland reimposes COVID restrictions after cases surge. On Tuesday, Iceland's chief epidemiologist even suggested some COVID-19 lockdown restrictions could remain in place for up to 15 years. 15 years. 15 years. 15 years. For 15 more years. Also on Thursday, Singapore emerged as yet another country where the vaccinated appear to be spreading COVID, with the government revealing that about three quarters or 75% of new COVID-19 infections stemmed from vaccinated people. According to Reuters, July 23rd, 2021, 7.47 a.m. CDT, last updated seven days ago, Asia Pacific News, Vaccinated people make up 75% of recent COVID-19 cases in Singapore, but few fall ill. Meanwhile, in Sweden, where the vaccination rate is hovering at a low of 39% and the government is not enforcing face masks, there have been zero COVID deaths. A tweet by Josh Steimle, July 27, 2021, says, How is Sweden going on two weeks of zero COVID deaths despite a 37% vaccination rate and the lowest mask compliance on the continent, while the United States is now discouraging travel to Israel because of COVID? when they had one of the strictest vaccination policies in the world. For those questioning the 37% stat, this refers to full vaccination. It's now up to 39.3%. In Sweden, there has been precisely 10.3 million doses given. There are precisely 4.02 million people fully vaccinated, which equals out to 39.3% of their entire population. And yet they have some of the lowest rates of COVID infection and zero deaths. The evidence suggests the vaccine is actually spreading disease in more countries than just the United States. With stats like these, it's easy to see why so many people would be hesitant or outright refuse to take the experimental jab of death. Now, I had only intended to read the headline, but I went ahead and just went on through the whole article because that's the reality. That's the reality of what's happening right now. Now let us get into our target 
article for this evening and we'll get out of here. Not going to keep you long tonight. But this is pertinent, very important information. For those who have an ear to hear, here's the truth. The FDA accidentally reveals list of COVID vaccine side effects, including myocarditis, autoimmune disease, and death. Now, the information that you're about to hear actually was discussed October 22nd, 2020, two months before the Food and Drug Administration authorized emergency use authorization of the experimental jab to Pfizer and BioNTech and then to the others. Now, the list also notes multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children as one possible outcome following vaccination. The list that we're talking about is a list of adverse events that were presented in a meeting. Tonight we're going to focus on that particular slide. That slide has not been released to the public and won't be released to the public. So I suggest you find a way to download this information that you're going to hear on my show. Study it, save it, keep it, and remember it. Because without a doubt, we're going to see horrific things unfold. And this is coming directly from the Food and Drug Administration. You see, so let, let us break this list down of what was presented in this Food and Drug Administration meeting. An FDA slideshow presentation regarding COVID vaccines last year accidentally displayed a long list of possible adverse reactions to the vaccine, including myocarditis, seizures, and even death. The slide showing the FDA's draft list of possible adverse event outcomes appeared briefly during a public meeting by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's Product Advisory Committee on October 22, 2020, reviewing the safety and efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines. The slide is headlined, FDA Safety Surveillance in COVID-19 Vaccines, Draft working list of possible adverse event outcomes subject to change. Now, let me add in here. The change that they're talking about is not for the better. The change is an exacerbation for the worse. And I just want us to keep in mind that all these things that you're getting ready to hear, getting ready to hear, are not including the extra effects that will begin to manifest from the presence of graphene oxide as a delivery, a drug delivery mechanism 
part of the proprietary blend of the nanoparticles injected into your microbiome. Now, I know that's a mouthful, so let me say it again in a more condensed fashion. All of these adverse effects that we're getting ready to hear are separate from the ones that will manifest because of the presence of graphene oxide in the shots. We have proof, verification, validation from patents that the drug delivery system and the mechanism used to deliver the drug into the cell is graphene oxide. And graphene oxide itself is cytotoxic. On top of the spike protein, the S spike protein itself also being cytotoxic. So now we have two separate individual monsters in the shot that are going to be devastating to the body and are going to wield the power of cytotoxicity everywhere they go within the body. Okay, so let us get into this list. The possible adverse reactions shown in the FDA's working list include Guillain-Barre syndrome, acute disseminated encephalomyelitis, characterized by a brief but widespread attack of inflammation in the brain and spinal cord that damages myelin. Myelin is the protective covering of nerve fibers, according to the NIH. Also, transverse myelitis, encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis, meningoencephalitis, meningitis, encephalopathy, convulsions, seizures, strokes, narcolepsy and cataplexy, anaphylaxis, acute myocardial infarctions, myocarditis, pericarditis, autoimmune disease, deaths, pregnancy and birth outcomes, other acute demyelinating diseases, non-anaphylactic allergic reactions, thrombocytopenia, disseminated intravascular coagulation, venous thromboembolisms, arthritis in arthralgia joint pains, arthritis in arthralgia slash joint pain, Kawasaki disease, and iatrogenic diseases caused by the vaccine and vaccine-enhanced diseases. The list also notes multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children as one of the possible outcomes following the vaccination. While adverse events were generally discussed throughout the meeting, the slide's contents were not covered in depth. The meeting came as the FDA was considering granting emergency use authorization to Pfizer and BioNTech's or BioNTech experimental jab. 
Despite the long list of known possible side effects, the FDA later granted Pfizer emergency use authorization on December 11th, 2020, about two months after the meeting. During the same meeting, a similar list of adverse reactions also appeared briefly during Deputy Director of the Immunization Safety Office at the CDC, Tom Shimabukaro's, Tom Shimabukaro's presentation at around two hours and six minutes and 29 seconds. So when you watch the entire 10 hour presentation at the two hours, six minutes and 29 second mark, you will see another slide presented by Tom Shimabukaro that relates the same type of adverse events. And I guess I'll go through the trouble of reading them as tongue twisting as they are. Tom Shimabukaro in his list, his slide, it says preliminary list of VAERS AEs of special interest. It says COVID-19 disease, death, vaccination during pregnancy and adverse pregnancy outcomes, Guillain-Barre syndrome, GPS, GBS, other clinically serious neurologic AEs, group AE, acute disseminated encephalomyelitis, ADEM, transverse myelitis, TM, multiple sclerosis, MS, optic neuritis, ON, chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy, CIDP, encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis, meningoencephalitis, meningitis, encephalopathy, ataxia, seizures, convulsions, stroke, narcolepsy, cataplexy, autoimmune diseases, anaphylaxis, non-anaphylactic allergic reactions, acute myocardial infarctions, myocarditis, pericarditis, thrombocytopenia, disseminated intravascular coagulation, DIC, venous thromboembolisms, VTE, arthritis and arthralgia, not osteoarthritis or traumatic arthritis, Kawasaki disease, and multi-system inflammatory syndrome, MIS-C and MIS-A. He put even worse things in his slide. The question stands, why, if the FDA was aware of the litany of possible adverse outcomes, which macabrely, macabrely include death, did they not inform the public about the risks and instead chose to authorize its approval? That's a question that everyone in the world needs to answer. This concludes this evening's very short program. Everything that you just heard was discussed at length amongst the Food and Drug Administration. They are all aware of what these shots are going to do to you. And what you just heard me go through, the lists that you just heard me read, are all the side effects 
impossible outcomes that can manifest any time after getting the shot. I hope this helps somebody out and helps someone to make a conscientious decision of what they're gonna do about protecting themselves and doing what's best for their health. Till next time, Shalom Aleikum.